Welcome to episode 172 of Kapowcast. <laughs> it was a little creepy. It was. <laughs> I was about, I was like, I'm going to try something different about halfway through. And I was like, I regret Welcome this. Welcome to. He channeled his inner uh, Crip Creeper. <laughs> uh, Welcome, kitties. <laughs> Hello, boils and ghouls. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, oh no! Here we go again. Ah, yep. oh, shit! <laughs> I am Mike, and joining me today is Tony Vance. Hi, Jeff Jefferson. I'm back, baby. Yeah, you are. I demanded an extra nanny daddy per week, and I got it. <laughs> we negotiated for that sweet Saudi money. <laughs> um, today we are going to be talking about Batman: The Last Night on Earth, spelled with a K. Yeah, I was yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to it. <laughs> Uh, very interesting uh, first issue, <laughs> to and, say the least. <laughs> and we really, none of us are really uh, monthly readers, but when it's a limited series like this, um, there's little investment. Yeah, <laughs> little investment because you could just be like, you know what? No, I'm done. Yep. Uh, and and it's also a limited run, so mm. it ends and that's it. That's it. It's not going to overstay its welcome, like some people. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Guess I'll be back in another two episodes. <laughs> but <laughs> before we get to that, we will talk news. And after our last episode, it's been a while since we've converged in this studio yeah. area. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what you two look like. Uh, but since then, it was announced that Avengers Endgame was getting re-released in theaters with an added added footage. Later to find out, added seven minutes wow. of footage. Um, and there's been some... I hope it's a sex scene. <laughs> there's been some uh, scuttle about what that seven minutes will be. Some say there's like a Stanley tribute that's going to be in it. Uh, there's also saying there's going to be a post credit scene. Um, and there was something else, too. I think there was like an intro from the Russos, maybe. Ooh, I heard that it's actually just going to be uh, Thanos just finishing his breakfast and eating it. <laughs> right before they <laughs> yep. came. We find out that he's eating Fruit Loops. But oh, wow. at the time, it reminds him of the Infinity Gems. <laughs> I believe at the time of this recording, I could be wrong, but last I checked, I think Avengers had to do, I think, only 39 million more. We could make it happen. To beat the almighty Avatar. But in one area, um, Endgame has already beat Avatar's original box office run. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize it was yeah. re-released. Avatar was re-released as well. So. so I actually think that that's actually kind of funny. Yeah, suck it. To complete that game. Yes. Or, I'm sorry, 38 million. 38 million. What's really stupid is that Avatar was released as a 3D feature and then re-released as non-3D. No extras, no nothing. Well, what's funny is if I'm correct, if, if I'm correct, if I'm correct. <laughs> you should always start that and just make up whatever you want. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Avatar, like when it first came out, like just that, like it was strictly 3D. Yes. So you yeah. had to get a bad headache, pay the extra, what was it, like two, three dollars? Oh, I don't know. For 3D. Yeah. And that was when the gimmick was really fresh, too. Yep. So people were just buying it up. Yep. Real D 3D. <laughs> my God, my head hurts. I have I have heard some people be like uh, or say, you know. Why do people care so much about this? Like, why do they care about whether or not Avengers beats Avatar? How much money it makes? Because we want our movie to be the best everything ever. Now, shut up. <laughs> it, kind of that. And it, like for me, it's just kind of like it's it's kind of fun yeah. to watch. Um, it's nothing, not, nothing wrong with some friendly competition. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if it's you all get, going in Disney's pocket at this point. Yeah. So. If you have a horse in the race, it's a lot more fun to watch. Yeah. You know? See, that's a very good analogy. I thought so. I just it also shows it Mike's gambling side. It's true. <laughs> Got to hit the old racetrack, see? <laughs> Give me seven on son of a bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name for a horse. I, uh, I prefer Trollop. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. Are you guys? Uh, are you guys going to be in? Pulled in and buy another ticket for 
Endgame for a three hour time? If I can find time, then yes, because I, I've been wanting to watch it another time. Right. I've only seen it once and I've been wanting to make it at least a twofer. Only only once. Only once. Wow. Hmm. I hmm. I have a very busy schedule. <laughs> you do. You're a man of many podcasts. I am. Well, not to mention, like, it's a lot different if you're making time to go see, let's say, like, a Toy Story, as opposed to if you're making time to go see Avengers. What is that supposed to mean? You can knock Toy Story out, like, an hour and a half. Oh, like the run times. Yeah, like, the three-hour run time is still a detriment, I think, yeah. to da- Avengers. It's daunting. Because you're like, okay, because, like, the other day, we were, we were trying to figure out a, a time to go see it, and Steph said, like, let's go at, like, five-something. I was like, well, was like, there's also an 820. Yeah. She's like, by the time we get out, it'll be midnight. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> Past um, midnight. I'm in the same boat with Jeff. I've seen it three times, four times. I don't remember how many now. But wow, I will. Uh, Nothing if, I got that guy that's seen it like. If I can figure it out, if I can figure out a time to see it, then I'll see it. Um, but three hours and seven minutes might be pushing it. Be three hours and eight minutes now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's 301. Um, side note, though. Jeff, you didn't see Toy Story, did you? I've seen the first one. No, the new one, four. No. No. Mike, what did you think of Toy Story 4? I liked it. It felt me, it made me feel uh, confused emotionally at the end because I was, I was, I was crying, but I didn't didn't understand why I was crying because it wasn't necessarily sad. And I walked out of there going, why was I upset at this? What what, what was this feeling that I was, I was. Spoiler alerts. Uh, Spoiler alert ahead. So Jeff, you want to plug your ears? (laughs) Good job. Um, But I mean him leaving like to me that kind of cements that that's the end of the franchise like you can't have toy story without woody i don't think i mean but i don't think that's the reason i was crying like i i would have been okay with like toy story 3 being the ending like i i didn't that's not saying i'm i hated 4 i'm just saying like I, I don't know. It was just, it was kind of weird. It was just like, I don't know. I guess it would be the same. Oh, I guess it'd be the same feeling of Tony Stark fucking dying. No, <laughs> <laughs> the equivalent of Woody leaving is not the, not the same. Um, it's worse. It's, it's more worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's more permanent, but it'd be the, the equivalent of like uh, a longtime friend leaving and knowing that you're never probably going to see him ever again. That yeah. happens to us all the time. We're in our thirties. <laughs> Or uh, well, yeah, but that's because like I don't know, they're not actually like leaving like the area. Like they're just leaving because they've branched off into another part of their life. Yeah, like cowards. <laughs> so it's that's more of the reason why you don't see them anymore. This was hey, uh, we're really far from home, and I'm not coming with you. <laughs> now, well, it was it was a little more to it than that. Yes, I know. <laughs> okay, now I'm crying. <laughs> okay, now I'm from crying. his pee hole. <laughs> Need to get that checked. Um, but not to stay, uh, not to go off topic of the MCU, Jeff, you brought up the point that there was set pictures. So Correct. once again, fast forward, if you don't want to know anything about the Black Widow movie um, of what looks to be the potential villain. Yes. And some people you said are saying it's Taskmaster. That's what most people are saying. And then some people are saying it's, oh, who did I say it was? Darkhawk? Yeah, Darkhawk. Yeah. Which was a really, would be a really out there choice to say the least. Um, I, I'm Perhaps I'm in the minority here, but I am like, my level of excitement for this movie is like... <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't think ScarJo can uh, carry a movie. Carry a movie. I don't think she can have a top billing in a film and it be a success. It hasn't happened yet for. Yeah, and she like I don't know. I mean, I guess it's kind of hypocritical of me because I watched Ghost in the Shell and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an underrated film. I thought the critics took a big mean dump on it for no reason. <laughs> but I watched the original, so I, you know it's the same thing with a uh, you know Alita Battle Angel. I watched the originals and I never thought they'd make a live action adaptation of it. It wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it could be, so I loved it. Um. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Taskmaster. Yeah. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. <laughs> Tasmanian Taskmaster. Tasman, the Tasmanian Taskmaster. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> in a uh, in a movie, yeah. just because he's such a badass character. 
But I, I keep on having to remind myself. I, I sit there and I think I'm like, is there a Marvel movie coming out next year? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Black Widow, I guess. But like, I just I can already tell, like, I'm not going to have that level of excitement I've had for Marvel movies past. Well, you know, we've already hit the crescendo, right? We really, we really have. And I made mention before we started recording that, like, I don't know if part of it, too, was like the character's dead in this in the timeline. So I'm like, eh. it's hard to be emotionally invested in their future when they're. Dead. Yeah. I'm like, eh. like I, I, I don't really feel like there's anything left that they can go on that I'm going to be like, oh, man. It is an odd choice to kill the character and then release their solo film afterwards. I think if it's an origin story, that would make the most sense. Right. But if it's just some random movie story. that takes place in like, you know, 2013 or something, like I'd be really confused by that. Um, what do you think, Tony? I think you're both a bunch of poopers. <laughs> we were having a nice conversation. <laughs> I, I see. I, I have always been the guy that backs these uh, uh, assisting characters to the main. Um, <clears throat> I mean, guys like Thor and Iron Man, you know, I, I, I was always the guy that was like, I want a Hawkeye movie. I want a, a Black Widow movie. I want these characters to have more established story arcs. I, I, you know, I want more of this character. And I never got that into the main films. So I'm excited for it just because I finally get what I want. And it's the first time in my life. <laughs> How does it feel? It feels great. <laughs> what? I finally mean, get my voice heard. I guess it all depends on what they end up showing in this trailer. And well, if we could get Budapest, it'd be great. And if we get Omega Red in it. And Omega Red. <laughs> that won't happen. Never say never. But you're right. It probably won't happen. <laughs> Omega Red. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other Russian uh, villains. I know there are some. Somebody there's somewhere listening that's yelling them out. Oh, yeah. Say, you fucking idiots. <laughs> well, I dare them to comment. Like, uh, coward. Wasn't, <laughs> what's the name of the Winter Guard? Like the weird uh, USSR Winter superhero Soldier. team. Yes, that was it. <laughs> and then there's like Dark Star. I remember her. And that's about it. <laughs> and we still haven't, like you said, we still haven't had like a direct timeline of when this movie's taking place. I've heard rumors of it taking place between Civil War and Infinity War. Uh, I, but I, I, hope I, but not. I feel like that. Uh, provide some story conflicts as far as okay where's everybody else yeah that's kind of like, a busy time anyways like i think tony is right in saying it should take place in budapest that would be you know the big thing that they always hinted at and like oh we get to see this thing that you know pique the most interest in the character development uh-huh and then that way you get you get a little uh a little hawkeye a little uh i think fury was said he was part of budapest i i think so so you get all these Probably characters throwing, that like don't get a lot of screen time in the in the main juncture and give them you know their well-deserved time throw in a flarkin while you're at it yeah <laughs> a flarkin flarkin <laughs> still want to know what happened to the flarkin it uh died no <laughs> as it died like uh you know within 15 years because you know has the same lifespan as a cat i've been trying to find that answer if Lurkins have the same uh, lifespan as a normal cat well I mean it's different hey dude I had a cat that lived to, t to 20 yeah yeah I had I a mean, girlfriend was... that lived to 20 all right so. oh oh no <laughs> <laughs> she's in my trunk <laughs> <laughs> so at the time of this recording this episode is gonna come out on a Friday so it would have been definitely like over two weeks ago the uh, Abrams and son <laughs> announced that they will be releasing a limited <laughs> Spider-Man series. Um, this all started with a, a countdown that started on their Twitter, which was a four. Who's Twitter? Marvel's Twitter. Okay. Which was a four in web that like got people talking and be, it was made clear that this was like some kind of Marvel Comics announcement, a comic. And speculation began running rampant that they were going to release a comic adaptation of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4 that was mere days away from beginning filming before it, it got canceled. And I was super pumped about that. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? That's great. Like, I love it when they do stuff like that. And like, I just think it would have been so cool for that to be what that was for. Not to mention, people thought it was really fucking weird that they started this countdown at four. Yeah. Like you start a countdown at five. Traditionally, either five or ten. You don't go, all right. 
countdown. <laughs> Seven. Sick. <Seven. Yeah. laughs> That's just. I mean, it was in my opinion, it was a fucking bait and switch, and I really sure. don't appreciate it. I think it was a real dick um, move. I think it's gonna negatively affect the sales. A lot of Marvel or comics writers are actually upset at the announcement because I would be too. If basically it was just like J.J. Abrams basically just got a son a job at Marvel. Yeah, yeah. it's just, like, because a fucking, of the name, and that's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way. That that was kind of what my feelings were about. Is like like when they made the announcement, and then I watched the announcement video. My exact words out of my mouth were, "Who the fuck are you? <laughs> like you're the son of a director that you know hit it big because of lens flare." Essentially, more importantly, by the way, uh, lens flare would be put into all Kapowcast YouTube's from here on out. <laughs> uh, more importantly, like uh, I, I thought right away, I'm like, "How the fuck old is J.J. Abrams?" Because this kid looks like he's like. 20 and then it, it hit JJ me abrams is 97 years old yeah. <laughs> i think someone said he's like 50 he's in his i 50s. thought you were gonna say 40 he's, yeah. he's and i was like fucking 50 and i was like he does not look like he's he's 50 at all no that's what money does for you man it's from being lost on that island <laughs> it's from being dead on that island but uh, <laughs> the apparently they're gonna they're gonna introduce some new spider-man villain i forget i forget what the name was all right the, said it Spider-Man doesn't need any more villains. No? No. No, you already have an arsenal of great villains. It's like and shitty ones. Yeah, and it's like introducing a new villain to Batman. How what are the odds of a new villain for Batman like hitting it off? Like if the one that springs to mind is the Court of the Owls and the the Talon. That was the one that hit it off, but that's because uh Snyder can write good Batman. What about Hush? Well, Court of the Owls was after Hush. That's what I'm saying. Well, you, um, you said like, that was the only one that comes to mind. Well, like the, I mean, like the, the newest one. Oh, okay. Kadervis is the new villain who will cause problems for Spider-Man and Mary Jane Watson. Oh, shit. Oh, dick. Way to fall in line. <laughs> Five-part series. Oh, man. I was thinking maybe they started the countdown with four because it was a four-part series, but no, I guess not. It's, I'm not excited for it. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where it's just like, eh. It, yeah. it might be a little bit different maybe if J.J. Abrams was writing it, but I have no measuring stick as to like how good his kid is writing it. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, it might be really good. I mean, basically, they're just using the Abrams name as a you know tool to sell issues is all oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be whatever it is. I don't think I have very, very low expectations and I don't feel that it'll uh, break, you know break walls or reinvent the wheel or anything no, like that. No. I think it's going to be hot garbage. I don't know if it's going to be hot garbage. I just like, I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I'm not a fan of using a, a Hollywood name in comics. Uh, no, in, it normally in doesn't, comic book land. It doesn't normally end well. Yeah. Very true. It doesn't. You know, what's uh, funny is uh, speaking of JJ Abrams, uh, there's been a lot of rumors going around that Warner Brothers is trying to court him over to the, the Warner Brothers side to try and oversee some of their DC projects. Oh no. <laughs> Did you guys, uh, Speaking of which, and probably a little bit more entertaining than Abrams' talk, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Helming Star Trek. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Rated R Star Trek at that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Quentin Tarantino's like pretty hit or miss for me. Yeah. Like, as soon as I heard that, I was just like, oh, stop the ride. I want to get off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's one of those things, the novelty of it sounds really awesome, but then you start to think about it, you're like, I don't think I want to see this at all. I don't understand, like, why would you have an R-rated Star Trek? That's such a bizarre thing. I mean, like you said, like, the the freak show factor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a big Star Trek fan. That's uh, I'm a big Trekker and a Trekkie. I would say you are the biggest Star Trek fan here. Yeah, by far. Probably like, the only Star Trek fan here, actually. <laughs> I have watched every episode of Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. Good and, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. I you did Cody oh Star Trek. <laughs> you and Cody need to start Trekcast. We should. Don't I, do it, Jeff. It's a trap. I haven't watched Enterprise, and I haven't watched the Discovery though, so I'm a little out of the loop. 
Well, because like I remember when uh, Cody lived here, I could hear like the Star Trek The Next Generation music <laughs> coming from his room. It's really I had flashbacks to Sunday morning after all American wrestling. My dad cleaning the kitchen floor. Oddly specific, I know. But I can feel like we had a really strong memory there. You shared like I can smell pine salt when I hear when I hear the Next Generation theme. So uh, that's what's up in news world. <laughs> Perfect segue. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, hey, so hey, uh, Batman last night on Earth. It's a DC black label comic book. Oh, that's why they had the word shit in it. Yep. 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 Uh, this is the uh, sub brand of DC that's been catching fire with the uh, Batman damned books as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, Bat Dick Gate. <laughs> yeah i forgot about that i didn't that. know that yeah uh, i was just I, reading it thinking it was a normal dc title you are like oh it's just batman's dick batman's dick no not the bat dick one i meant this one no well i mean they're dropping like they said goddamn and shit and i thought maybe they were just going for the gritty gritty they use the n-word in it no they don't no, i would have remembered that <laughs> the N-word could you imagine i don't think there's even a black person in the entire book now that i think about it yet well, yet <laughs> Um, before we start, I will say that reading comics digitally, I can read a lot faster. Me too. Like severely faster. Yep. Um, I actually, this was like a, actually I picked up the physical issue of this and what's really cool about these books is they have almost a graphic novel approach to them. And the fact that there's no ads, yeah. you, you wouldn't have, I don't know if you would have caught this in the digital, but yeah, there's no ads whatsoever. Like that was one of my big gripes with, you know, monthly, weekly books is oh God, every, second every other page, page every second, third page is an ad and ad it gets, for crap. Yeah. It's so annoying. And this, there's no ads. It's all story front to back, which is much more immersive. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And the art, uh, Greg Capula. Oh, dude, he knocked it out yeah. of the park. I love he's, it. He's one of the premier Batman artists right now, I think. I agree. I really love the character design, not with all the wacky stuff they did in this. I loved Batman's suit when he, yeah, when he, the uh, strap-in suit, you know, the electroshock yes. suit. I really hope they make a nice figure out of that. I, you know what? I was reading it and I'm, I'm already like trying to think of like <laughs> what statues they're going to make, Hell what yeah. figures they're going to make. Yeah, because I love the way, you know, the straps and the buckles were his cape. I was like, oh, this is this is a really well done artistic design. Um, And the cover is very eye catching, too, because it's Batman in this like red dystopian looking field. And he has a lantern with the Joker's head in it. (laughs) That's not just to sell issues. No, it's not. It's not some sort of weird metaphor. That's uh, well, it is. But it's also something that really happened in the book. So uh, so be warned. Uh, Once again, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk spoilers. So if you haven't read Batman last night on Earth. Pause, go do it, come back. Or if, you know, you've never listened to the show, you, you should know that our trademark is spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We've tried non-spoilers. and It just doesn't work. Uh, it, just, it was good. <laughs> I like the one thing that happened. Yeah. You know, you oh, know that yeah. crazy. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> Iron <Whoa>. Man dies. <laughs> um, so the story starts off with Batman just kind of on a routine. Uh, bat mission. Bat mission where a person's been what is it, like drawing chalk lines chalk lines throughout the city and with through the tech of Wayne Enterprise satellites he's able to connect the lines which shows a chalk outline of a dead Batman <laughs> and the final spot he ends up going is where his parents were murdered Prime Alley and he sees there's like a child there and he oh that was creepy goes to help and it's this like weird like zombie kind of looking yeah, it, kid it was yeah it was a corpse and it was, had like a weird mechanism put in its arm to lift up a gun to shoot him and, and, it, and he apparently does yeah and then cut we have Batman waking up in a uh, hospital. 
It and, was very uh, strange. So you ever see, I've, I've seen it a lot of times. It's like a meme and they're like, what if Batman, <laughs> what if Bruce Wayne isn't really Batman, but it's just a delusion and he's actually in Arkham and the doctor, Dr. Joe Kerr is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it basically like says like how all these people, yeah. villains are doctors at Arkham. Uh-huh. Well, somebody who read that meme. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> somebody apparently saw that and was like, I'm going to make a fucking story yeah, out of that. Peter, thanks meme. Um, That's exactly what I thought when I was, when yeah. I hopped in. I was like, oh my God, they're doing this. Yeah. Like kind of us, like like fan fiction brought to life. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, and Alfred ends up coming in and he basically tells Bruce Wayne that he's the one that's responsible for his parents dying, which they never really even dived into that. And yeah, he said he killed them, right? Yeah. And they're trying to like all these doctors and people are trying to help him. And yeah, it's Wayne, really fucking weird. Wayne Enterprises bought uh, Arkham Asylum immediately after his incarceration there to just specifically help him mainly. And uh, all the doctors and specialists that were there were his rogues gallery. And he was, you know, kind of like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> turns, out, he, turns out it was a bat bite, right? Yeah. He got, the bat bite gave him rabies or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was just very strange. And uh, yeah, so he's uh, refusing to believe it. When he first wakes up, they said it was a treatment that had been successful. Yeah. He's finally shaken from his delusions and he has a lot of trouble with his motor skills. Like he can't talk properly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Make me home, Alfred. Kind of sounded like Lou Ferrigno. And uh, <laughs> so, anyways, he's locked up in his padded cell, and he's like, "You're trying to find a secret or some other, you know." Oh yeah, and he finds the he finds the, a little dinosaur figurine <laughs> in, a, in a quarter, a penny, a penny, yeah, yeah, penny, penny. Drew, a penny. He's like, "Ah, oh, no!" He's freaking out. And yeah, it's uh, I was really I was hooked immediately. Things are not as they seem, though. Yeah, it gets weirder and weirder. The yeah, rabbit hole gets yeah, deeper. I was, I was say, <laughs> the, the further down the rabbit hole, uh-huh. you guys can take it from here. Well, at one point, uh, Bruce, Batman, whatever you want to call him, uh, Alfred brings him his cape and cowl. And this kind of goes into what you were talking yes. about, which was done to it was stuff used it for electrotherapy. But it's basically like a straight jacket with a, a weird rubber like makeshift bat. Helmet. Yeah, with like buckles for the ears. Yeah, it, looks it looked really cool. It did. And I'm right on board with you, man. Like, I want to see a statue or a figure of of that. And I guarantee you within this time next year, we probably will have one. Yeah, I loved um, Bruce is like, well, how come I know Mandarin and ancient Greek? Well, you learned it in library from uh, the librarian, uh, <laughs> Doctor Al Al Guel. No, 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 no. Was it was like, uh, you. You were tutored by Thomas. Oh yeah, and you gave oh, him you some, some stupid s- thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, some nickname like Shh or something. Yeah, <laughs> Shh, yeah. And then uh, there was like the Doctor Al Guel. Yeah, who you, taught him how to fight or yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, who you nearly drowned in the uh, whirlpool, <laughs> thinking it was some sort of pool of everlasting life, and like all kinds of like, and like, oh, that's funny. So like, when all this is, I'm like, cause I remember reading a little bit about some of the DC black uh, stories that were coming and I'm reading this I'm like this isn't at all what I expected it to be like mm-hmm. not at all but and it it twists and turns again yes and uh actually I mean it just kept getting better and better as far as I was concerned like, yeah yeah Batman eventually figures out that this is all a dastardly trick that in fact Alfred is behind and he beats the living shit out of everyone <laughs> in the asylum <laughs> including Harvey Bullock uh, whose belt is too big so he has to wrap it around his waist twice yeah <laughs> um and Jim Gordon right yeah he's yeah he beat the shit out of him before he could even finish this a sentence and steals took, his boots yep his, <laughs> he looks really ba at this point he's got his uh <laughs> he does. He looks straps flowing behind him like his cape it looks cool it almost <laughs> reminded me of like an old like uh todd mcfarlane you know like yeah it was cool i liked it a lot very they definitely took the art like every like uh every plot point was almost an excuse to have a really cool panel in it <laughs> They're like we need more dc collectibles hell yeah and they delivered well hopefully they'll <laughs> deliver but as it turned out Alfred was the culprit the entire time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> he was using this bizarre hard hologram technology or something to convince Bruce that uh, he had killed. I thought it was kind of a dick move to make him think that he yeah, killed his parents. I thought that was a little, <laughs> that was a little much. <laughs> he could have probably convinced him of it otherwise. 
But he was well, saying, I guess if you convince him of that, you he, take away yeah. the drive yep. to... Oh, that's true. That makes sense. He has no purpose then. Yeah. So, yeah, he told him, you know, you know, I just wanted to end, you know, no, no more cursed mission. And, you know, how did you know it was, you know, it was from your pulse when I took your hand. Your pulse was that was of someone much older. It turned yeah. out Alfred had been using a hologram. And he's like a super old man now. And he's asked him, you know, how come I'm not old? And he's oh, like, crusty. Well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, but you're not going to like it. But no, he asked for one last hug because he knew he wouldn't see him anymore after he told him because he'd be on his mission again. And he told him, but it wasn't with, you know, they just showed the reaction. Yeah. But There's, they reveal later what happens to yeah, him. There was no context at that point. Mm-hmm. So you're just sitting there going, what? 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 I Did you guys guess what was the case? Why no. 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 Oh, I guessed it. Did you? <laughs> I guessed it right away. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I was I was just one of those things that like... Uh, He's a vampire. The The thought of it was a little bit far-fetched, even for comics. comics yeah. Like, I was just kind of like, wait, like, I don't recall any point in time where this has happened to Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I said, this is almost like a graphic novel approach where you have these stories that are like self-contained. They're not shackled by the continuity of this or that. I think it allows for the most artistic expression. It does. It makes for the best stories. I agree. Often. I agree. Not always, but often. Mm-hmm. And so, in fact, some of the worst stories are ones where they'll <laughs> just go on their own and have fun. Um, but yeah, Batman's, you know, he goes out into this, once again, dystopian world and he finds uh, Joker's head in a lantern just <laughs> hanging what? out. Just hanging out. <laughs> does he go in? Because like he, it flashes forward and he's buried under sand and he's like unburying himself. I think he got hit with a sandstorm. I'm assuming. Yeah, or he's crawling out from the from the weird. Because something else is said later that made me think differently. Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. I think this is a four or five book series. Hell yeah! I can't wait. I can't wait to read the entire damn thing. Um, and it's just it's great because Batman has. You see, he grabs a lantern because his Joker head's talking. I don't. I haven't decided yet if it's really talking or, or if he's, he's just imagining it's crazy. His uh, the lettering looks weird. It's green and like all crazy. I think it's a yeah. cool effect. And the Joker, you know, he doesn't exactly remember what happened. His memory's all messed up. And then he's, they see a giant lightning storm. And they're like, uh-oh, speed force storms. Yeah. I was like, oh, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> like, better find cover soon. I was like, jeez. The whole thing reminds me of just that uh, scene in Sin City. Yeah. Oh, where he's <laughs> talking to the head. Yeah. yeah. Of the cop. Yeah. Smokers always smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are that's, down. that's all I was thinking the entire time I was reading. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's a uh, very enjoyable, very bizarre. And so he ends up teaming up with uh, the Joker's head in a jar <laughs> <laughs> while he's still wearing weirder. a straight jacket. Yeah, and, and Joker's making, you know, being hilarious the entire time. I actually like this Joker a lot. And he's like, the old team's back together, Batman and Noggin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and so anyways, they end up getting attacked by a bunch of giant glowing green saber-toothed babies. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking weird. That was probably the most disturbing part. I, uh, I agree. With like, yeah, they were attached to... Uh, like these, husks of people. Yeah, husks of people that have been possessed by uh, green lantern rings after... Yeah, they found the the shattered remains of the central power battery on Earth. Which like, is weird. Yeah, which is weird. And Mogo's orbiting the Earth and he's dead, which is also pretty crazy. Well, presumably dead. So somebody had to go on Mogo, grab the central battery, huck it onto Earth, and then kill Mogo. Yeah. Presumably the villain in this, who is called Omega, right? Yeah. yeah. Who, I was I about to say Omega Red. It was Omega Red. He's called Omega Red, I believe. Which I, I don't know what that what that's about. Um, I guessed that Omega would end up being Superman. Me but, too. Hey, <laughs> But then uh, later when uh, Wonder Woman shows up, she hints that it's one of his protégés. So it could either be Damien or the Red Hood or any number of people, really. Yeah. Because the Bat family is like 50 fucking people. <laughs> so Batman ends up uh, getting saved by, was it Vixen and Poison Ivy? Yeah. yeah. Who have combo. aged really well. I yeah. know. <laughs> Must be all that aloe from the leaves. <laughs> And, uh, oh no no they explain that too uh the crystal uh sanctuary they're at is outside of space and time oh yeah 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 so they don't age yeah because mm-hmm. there's a, a mad max wonder woman too yeah. yeah she looks pretty hot 
<laughs> like a mohawk it reminds me of days of future past storm oh, like, yeah. or like yeah, 1980 yeah. storm i mean yeah like, yeah around that time because they take batman to what is this like new amazon yeah basically and uh that's where you see one woman and she takes off she actually is wearing dr face helmet mm-hmm. but it's, mm-hmm. it, it's just a helmet yeah they said magic no longer exists i was like oh that's sad so oh, how does magic no longer exist either like how do you get rid of magic well uh how does magic exist if you're a kryptonian <laughs> you get rid of magic hell yeah that'd be my first move hey more <laughs> foreshadowing right could be and i mean who else would have the strength to kill a planet and huck the central battery yeah and uh dark side too dark side, yeah. and yeah decapitate dark mm-hmm. side so I feel like we're getting somewhat ahead of ourselves. Um, But Batman ends up talking with Wonder Woman and she kind of clues him in on what has gone on. Uh, Basically, Lex Luthor went on TV and said, hey, let's just fuck shit up. Basically, yeah. (laughs) And everyone's like, you know what? Yeah, we're tired of this horse shit. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Then it backfires on Lex. Yeah, they end up taking him out. They go to the Hall of... Like, Superman basically lets them in the Hall of Justice and they... Which I don't know how this happens. Batman let them into the Hall of Justice. One of the seven let them in the Hall of Justice. (laughs) And then they poop in the sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, they say that. Yeah, they say they shit and piss piss all over uh, the chapel. Yeah, which Uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) rude. In the chapel of all places. Yeah, really. But how did all these normal people bum rush the Hall of Justice and? Oh, dude. They said they tore people apart and. I don't know. Well, because it makes no sense because Superman could probably destroy the entire population of Earth. That's why part of me is like, maybe Superman's in on it, man. Could be. It was. Uh, it was also said something about mind control. Yeah. yeah. Omega was using mind control. Oh yeah. Who knows? Because Omega of, had the uh, anti-life equation. Yeah. And he found a way to amplify it. Yeah. Which I don't. The anti-life equation is one of those super nebulous all-powerful devices or formulas or whatever it is, like the ultimate nullifier yeah. or, you know, like the infinity gauntlet where it's just an end game as soon as you, <laughs> end game, it's a uh, checkmate as soon as you acquire it. Uh, yeah. And then you're right. Like the people turn on Lex though and they all go in crazy and the world just basically in one room just keeps saying, yeah, we lost. Yeah. There's a gigantic war. Apparently there's speed force storms. The earth is a horrific desert. The central power battery shattered there. Mogo's orbiting the earth, which is probably going to make weird tides or something. I don't know. I can imagine. Weird, weird, uh, Huss zombie Green Lanterns. Yeah, that are working for Omega. That, yeah, they're not as cool as the zombies from Blackest Night, but still weird. Still I don't weird. know. I didn't really like the zombies from Blackest Night. Shut up. <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're just, I said shut up. There's zombies in the black outfit. I like the part where they say rise and then, you know. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's the most, I think the most important bit of story that comes from this whole is we find out um, what's up with Batman, basically. Yeah, he's a, uh, which is even weirder. Like this whole thing is like mired in this, I won't say mired, but it's entrenched in this bizarre mythology. Like, so it turns out Batman is a clone. Dun, dun, dun. Made by <laughs> the original not a Batman. Joke. Yeah. Batman has decided to put in place after he apparently realized he would eventually be killed. Every generation, another Batman clone would be released yeah. to give hope <laughs> and rise to the legend of the Batman to be eternal. I'm like, you ego maniac. <laughs> Holy shit. You couldn't, have cloned like, you couldn't have cloned like 200 Supermen to set shit straight? Like, <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, it, it's funny because that even translates over to like Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Where he like basically like artificially created a successor in Terry yep, McGinnis. Yep. And they even said it. They were like, are you so egotistical that you just couldn't imagine a future without you? You know, <laughs> it's true. It really does fit in with his character. It does. It does. <laughs> he is a gigantic <laughs> egomaniac. And yeah, that's it's, why I love him. Yeah. So after they discuss that, uh, Diana says, uh, you know, you have a chance to come with us. We're going to form a, make a new life. I made a deal with Hades to have a dimension to ourselves where we can all live. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work out. A hundred thousand people. And, you know, we could really use your help. And, you know, he talks with one of the kids. The Joker keeps trying to remember the poem that he wrote for Batman, but he keeps on accidentally saying dirty limericks. <laughs> it's true. And uh, you can't, I, if you just play all this back, 
It sounds like a crazy it's, person. It does. Like, it sounds, yeah, like, like, it sounds like someone got hit on the head. And <laughs> like, what happened? Then you're like, oh, the, the Joker, and uh, he's in a jar, and I can speak Mandarin, and you know. It's just Pick there's a made up part. <laughs> it's a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> Never is <laughs> done. <laughs> it's just uh it's a very bizarre like zoom 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 like zigzag story. I'm like 100% on board now for the other books if it, they if they keep it. Oh yeah. Like it reminds me a lot of uh say um Old Man Logan except good. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I was a little I was really disappointed. Yeah, when I it was just like why was everyone so country fried in it, man? <laughs> Because of an A bomb. Oh yeah, the A bomb just instantly turned Bruce Banner into this weird hick. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, this is really interesting. It also reminds me a lot. I'll, I'll get some shit for this for those who have read it. It reminds me a lot of Superman at Earth's End, the bizarre oh. post-apocalyptic one with the Where super grandpa. The, yeah, with all the, the pouches, the expunger. Yeah, and he had uh, the pouches and pouches, and the villain in it was two cloned Hitlers, and he had to fight an army of cloned Batman. I was like, I'm actually seeing some like winks and nods a little bit in here. <laughs> um, over under the percentage that you think Superman has some tie to this Omega character he has to they are hinting about him being in his what they call it, the plane of solitude yeah so is that like in the air maybe or is it another dimension who knows or it could just be a, a plane of land <laughs> it could be that would make more or it could be just like an airplane no not really it would be spelled differently but uh <laughs> i would i'm gonna i'm leaning 65 percent that yeah. it's gonna be superman yeah i'd say about 60 i was gonna say like 54 percent but <laughs> we're like we're getting really odd uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very Precise. exact yes so everybody write that down. 62.3%. In like, in like five months, we'll come back and yeah. we'll see. <laughs> or whenever it's revealed who Omega is. Um, I give it a 33 and a third percent chance. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Yes. That is Scott Steiner with Albert Einstein hair. Right? Yes. <laughs> I strongly recommend you check it out. The numbers don't lie. And they spell disaster for you, Samoa Joe. <laughs> But no, like I, I'm not joking. When I read this book, like I knew it was going to, some part of it was going to be like a dystopian future type thing. And Batman with the Joker's head. Cause I remember reading something about that, mm-hmm. but the other parts that happened in this book, I, I did not see coming me either. And I'm glad I didn't get spoiled on it. Unlike the people who listened to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes on you. And it, I mean, does it have you guys interested to check out any more of the oh, DC black series? Yes. Yeah, I, man. It's really good. I think black label, whatever it's called. Back with uh, the bat dick, I was interested in, in uh, the black <laughs> label stuff. Dick. This is just the final nail in the coffin, yeah. huh? <laughs> it's, it's pretty much that's what it is. I don't know. Like I, I've always been one, especially more lately nowadays, where I, I would like to read more comics that are more adult, mature, and oriented. Hell yeah. Just because sometimes, like because they have to keep it so uh, PC in the main lines, it it kind of it's it's a little boring for me. Like I I would rather read something kind of targeted more towards my age demographic. And you know, more towards the people that say fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they have my attention with basically basically what is essentially a monthly graphic novel. Yeah. Yes. You have my attention DC. Um I, I think know, they're doing something right with this. I know I think they're on like book f- four or five of Batman Damned. So I might end up going to pick all those up. Um, I know they're doing a Harley Quinn book too, Ooh. where they're going <laughs> to, uh, I guess they've changed her origin. So I'm a little iffy about now that. She's a dude, <laughs> but I still, I would like to check that out. Um, Is she not Jewish anymore? Maybe. Oh, that'd be terrible. So we'll see. Um, but no, this book gets a solid rating out of, out of me. And um, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to give it ratings? Are we doing ratings? Should we? Let's do it. Usually reserve them. Well, no, we. No, I think we should reserve them until the the storyline is finished. Right. Uh, Okay. I agree with you. We could give it a 65% of a rating. Because this happens a lot for me, at least, where the beginning 
is really good and the middle just drags on and yeah. drags on and the because that happens the ending is just for me at least so lackluster i'm just like yeah. that's it that was that was the big payoff it happened with court of the owls really when i was reading single issues yeah but when i went back and i read it as a graphic novel it was fantastic yeah but i waited sense. for you know a year and a All half build up with no payoff yeah. This generation of binge watchers, man. That's true. I'm not going to argue that at all. (laughs) No, me either. Like, uh, it sucks whenever I show like, what do you mean it comes out once a week? Yeah, it's it's the whole instant gratification thing. You know, that's why we are obsessed with likes on Facebook and hearts on Instagram. That's why. And uh, buffets. And buffets. But it's funny. It's like, like last, or was it, no, it wasn't last year, but like when the, when we were watching the second season of Stranger Things, Uh I I told Steph, I was like, we got to pace ourselves, man. Like. No, you don't. and, And we did. But especially when it's a show that there's something that you're really liking and it's only like eight episodes. Like you can breeze through those in an afternoon so easy. Yeah. Um, I think that was a major downfall with Doom Patrol. I like Doom Patrol, but because it's released weekly and you have to wait a week, like it's almost <laughs> like, come on, like just drop it God, all at one time. Remember when we had to wait the whole summer to find out who shot Mr. Burns? Yeah. Never. And I, I didn't even, I didn't last. Who did you guys guess? I don't remember. I yeah, I don't remember I guessed at all. Santa's little helper. Nobody, <laughs> nobody guessed Maggie. We no. know that. So, someone did. Someone okay. won a contest, didn't they? There was Probably. a contest, right? I don't know. Look it up. Not no. right now. All right. Good. But we'll look it up. Um, but yeah, good job, DC. I yeah, love this book. I love this uh, approach. And I love, like I said, I love those self-contained stories that are shackled by 80 years of 85 War, years yeah. of continuity, yeah. you know, not to mention that, you know, the big tie in event that they have to link it into mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. this horse shit. The 90% of the, the titles are shoehorned into. Yeah. Like two, two issues ahead of the big event. They're like, Oh God. Yep. And they write it in real quick. Everyone stop what you're doing. We I, got this guy showing up. I know we all have pivotal story arcs that we're doing, but you know, there's this Drop big it. event. Drop it. This is what you're doing now. But yeah, I agree. I really enjoy it. I thought that it was really pretty, a very, you know, for how bizarre and disturbing yeah. it was. The weird, it was every concept of a post-apocalypse you could think of. Cause like they kept on going to different landscapes and everything was totally different and bizarre and wrong in a different way. Like those creepy, gigantic green lantern, zombie slave babies that were just dragging like these living corpses around that were held up by their ring fingers. It was weird. I, uh, my, my favorite thing is something so minor and minuscule. Uh, and I hope you guys caught it, but, uh, Greg Capula has always had kind of this neat, uh, like little deal he does with, uh, inner monologue boxes and, uh, thought boxes and stuff like that, where they're different, but in the main line, it's always different, but the same. And this huh. one, each person's inner monologue box is drawn differently. Yeah. I Actually, I don't, that. I don't think that would be Capula. I think that's probably, I don't know. I don't know who that would be. I don't know who does, who does. The John's line. did that with a JSA. Like every, yeah, every, uh, monologue would be uh, in the color of the main color of their costume with a little symbol at the corner too. Oh, really? Yep. This one is more subtle though because like uh, Alfred's was a, a scripty hand, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And I, was the really Joker's, uh, the edges are all torn and uh-huh. burned. And I was like, because he's, he's crazy. Because <laughs> he's a nutbag. <laughs> so I, I, that was that was kind of my little like geek out moment. I was like, I like this part. That's it's the little sweet. touches yeah. that help create a masterpiece. Uh, whenever, whenever I read stories like this that have like these different interpretations or you're seeing something, you're seeing your these characters in a way that you've never seen them before you instantly start to go all right i want to see a version of that character Hell yeah. i want to see where that character's at now i want to see what they're doing like they mentioned bane and scarecrow yes they I'm showed like, did you see the uh yeah oh they look creepy man i'm like i want to see you know and then you know you think of like a like a flash or mm-hmm. yeah something like that you're like i want to see or even like any member of the bad family mm-hmm. or rachel ghoul yeah like I want to see them, and then you almost feel slighted if you don't see them in any way or mm-hmm. there's no mention yeah. of them. I'd like to see a post-apocalyptic world clayface. Yeah, maybe he could be an entire landscape. 
Maybe could he could, be. maybe he could be that desert that Batman was walking could through. Be. Instead of clay, he's become sand. Because and his new name could be Sandy Vagina. That wasn't where I, I thought you were going to go. <laughs> Sandy Vag. <laughs> sand Vag. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and I mean, I'm also a sucker just for those stories where your main character doesn't know where they're at and yeah. you're learning with them. Yeah, that's really cool. I really like that. I love this, you know, sort of new, sort of not Batman that still has the uh, heart and soul of the, uh, you know, original Batman. Yeah. It's, it's familiar, really, but different. Yes. Yeah. It's cool. Super cool. And I love his haircut. It's a combination of he's seasoned, but he's also a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's going on the instinct of his previous life, even though he's basically an infant. Yeah. Interesting. Would, you know, highly recommend this first issue. Hopefully it continues to be good. Yes. Because it's very rare that we, I, I don't know if we've ever reviewed a single issue. No. I have tried and tried <laughs> and tried. You finally did it. Who, wait, whose idea was this it? This was Mike's idea. Good idea, Mike. I'm glad <laughs> someone finally decided to have us review a single well, issue. you know, the, I think what. The Batman Who Laughs, that was the newest one. Oh yeah. I wanted to read that. We still can. The uh the thing that like enticed me about about doing this is the fact that it was it is a limited series. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, so we don't have to worry about ten good issues, yeah. five bad issues, oh they got original writer back. And, or, yeah. Anything like that. Like it's gonna be it seems like it's gonna be pretty consistent across the board. And it's a little easier to follow. It's the same writer for Batman Who Laughs. Is it? Yeah. He's good. <laughs> Scott Snyder. Oh, yes. I love Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder is like thirty-three. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a he's a great great he's, Batman. Yeah, writer. everyone says that he's uh, one of the best. Oh, uh, hands, modern hands Batman down. Writers, he did yeah. Court of Owls. Yeah, he did a lot of the New Fifty Two stuff, and that's where my love for him kind of like flourished. I was like, man, this guy needs to write Batman all the time because I, I I was reading the Batman line, the Dark Knight line, uh, Batman Inc., and out of all of them, the main line, well. The, the Dark Knight line was good because it was giving me the rogues gallery that you don't often see, like Mad Hatter mm-hmm. and uh, Bane and things of that nature. But the main line was the one that had the really good, hard-driven story, even though that completely contradicts what I just said about how it drags in the middle. <laughs> but that's 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 waiting. That's not the actual story. I blame that on the factor of having to wait to read. There you go. Depends yeah. how this works out. But the, the one thing that I'm going to be thinking once this all ends, if it ends well, I'm going to be like, all right. Give me my animated movie. Oh, dude, fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Do it. As long I as mean, it, it, if we were talking like a few months ago, I'd say, no, nah, this is too weird. But then we yeah. got we got Batman Ninja. Exactly. So, <laughs> and I liked it. We, they did oh, Batman did Ninja too. and they did uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotham by Gaslight was great. Yeah, that was fantastic. So this, the, the door is open for them to do something with this if it takes off and it, if it becomes one of the great Batman stories. Yeah. My unicorn, my holy grail story to be put into an animated film will definitely be Superman at Earth's End. I thought they you were going to say Red that. Sun. I thought you were going to say Red Sun, nope. too. But Superman at Earth's End when he's a grandpa with a utility belt and 500 guns. Look it up, kids. 500 guns. You'll be in awe. You'll thank me later. 21 guns. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this week's edition of Kapowcast. <laughs> when Tony breaks into song, that means the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to check out the show every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network, where you can find our show and tons of other great shows. Also, you can find us over on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, all that fun stuff. We have a store over at tpublic.com. You can head on over and buy a shirt to show everybody what your favorite podcast is. Jeff, because you're back, what's that <laughs> jingle? That's T-E-E dot P-U-B slash L-I-C slash pod bros. Tip my sunglasses afterwards. Uh, also, check us out on the YouTube. As we, yeah. have, we have been having a, uh, a truckload. <laughs> new content a literal out. truckload a literal truckload and you can finally see what we look like and you're like yep oh that's what they look wait like. they're all white <laughs> <laughs> i totally thought tony was asian <laughs> uh we have uh 
toy hunts, unboxings, toy reviews, and the week's shows all up on the channel there. So go ahead, click subscribe and smash that bell <laughs> notification. Fuck yeah. No, for real. No, do it. Don't, don't forget to smash that like button and no, that little no. bell icon. No, for real. For real. No, yeah. The <laughs> no, for real. Don't forget to do that. <laughs> the, the like button also really helps out the videos. So yes, it, 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 it. You don't kicks, think it does, but it does. It, it kicks up the YouTube algorithm. The more interaction on a video, the better. Yes. Because then it puts us higher up into search with the big boys. That's right. Which uh, in our niche is very hard to, to, to do. It's daunting. I'm doing the best I can with all the studying I've done of YouTube, but we need your help. We need your help to beat the algorithm. Also, we need your army of Russian bots. We also have a Facebook page at fa Facebook Kapowcast 2015. We also have a Gmail account, KapowcastPodcast at gmail.com. This is way too much information. <laughs> Uh, and also, once again, thank you to all of our Patreons for their continued support. Uh, your your continued donations help so much. This show stay afloat and is going towards great things like like our Coke habit, toys, and <laughs> unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks to the Patreons. Name them. You name them. Angel. Yeah, I don't think if you ever named them. No, nope. I want to see if we can do it. Angel Doty, Charlie Robbins, Smitty, <laughs> Big Rig, Starscream, Starscream. <laughs> Thundercracker, Skywarp. Am I forgetting anyone? Janelle Kozlowski. Oh, yeah. Jeremy Brown. <laughs> um, because they're broken up now, I'm messed up. I think that's, yeah. And Squinty. Oh, and Smitty. <laughs> and Merman. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm going to do it for real. Angel Doty, Jeremy Brown, Charlie Robbins, and Janelle Kozlowski. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> and Merman. <laughs> And as if there's and not enough jaw. ways to help us out, you can go and shop over on Amazon and with, with our affiliate link, <coughs> along with uh, Entertainment Earth. Get all of your action figure and nerd needs. Hell yeah. Some say they have a planet's worth. <laughs> An Earth's worth, if you will. <laughs> Earth's worth of toys. <laughs> we just got their new slogan. <laughs> Write that shit down. <laughs> And get your own very own mystery boxes over at Toink. All affiliate links are in the show description that nobody reads. Yeah, it's, it's got a swear word in it if you look. Normally. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, I think that's Hell it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, our plugs now take like... Maybe we should split them up. Maybe. Yeah, start do some in the middle. Do some in the, do do some some in the, the beginning, beginning and then some at the end. And then one in the middle. Yeah, because who listens to this show all the way through? <laughs> Chase does. He's a good he's a good man. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny. He had one person. He's like, I, I know well no, I know Chase I, does. I know Thank that you, Chase, Chase does. We love you. <laughs> I know that Chase does. I can't speak uh, on behalf of anybody else. I just know because Chase we, goes, hey, I have a question and I answer the question. So hell yeah. Our number one feedback person. Not our only one, but our number one. He does have a lot of feedback. He even was kind enough to give me the heads up about the, the ad apocalypse. On yeah, I saw that. That was very nice of him. And uh, our background music to our toy hunts. And I said, don't worry. I'm doing everything I can to dilute the six pits and then the richer in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Which song was it? The only one that they had. Kiss me. Oh, they also did a really good cover of uh, There She Goes Again. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this sexual well, adventure hung diddly do yeah. of a good time the swollen hung diddly do of an adventure it's always nice when we sit and review a comic yeah, yeah. it doesn't happen nearly enough it's, it's nice it's, that we all liked it equally too. yeah, uh -huh. it, <laughs> yeah it, also, it also demonstrates that we can actually read well it also demonstrates that we actually can agree on things too i had my mom read it to me okay oh. well never mind she had a computer screen on her lap <laughs> <laughs> not mom. a laptop just like yeah. <laughs> an entire computer screen entire monitor mom do it in the voice oh mike has said this before but uh i'm gonna back it again with him 
if you want to try to get into the digital reading of side, I would highly suggest an Amazon uh, Fire tablet. I, I think you have the smaller one, right? He's yeah. lost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were talking to him. Uh, but yeah, I, I read this on the Amazon Fire tablet and it was highly, highly enjoyable. Yes. I almost enjoyed it more than the physical copy. Reading it on a phone sucks. Yeah. You know, I, I will <laughs> it's not 100%. so bad in a portrait or no landscape mode until you hit a, uh, a, a big splash. Panel? Yeah. If it's like a two page splash. There's two big ones in this. Yeah. And they were great. Yeah. If only I could read the goddamn word. <laughs> <laughs> Got to zoom in real far. Yeah, really kind of kills zoom the panel. Out, zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. Um, but we will see you next time on what I'm assuming will be our far from home review. Maybe. If I'm safe. If, 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 I don't if even all, know what day it is. If we all get to the movie, <laughs> it'll be far from home. If sh- not, we will think of a, a topic to stall <laughs> <laughs> until we can do that. Your until honest, then. <laughs> your honesty is admirable. I thank you. I am Mike. I'm Tony. And I am Jeff, King of the Monsters. Oh! <laughs> See you next time, Mike Podcast.